0: Welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether we thought it would make for a good date movie. And so this week, uh, we're talking about Fantastic Beasts, The the Crimes of Grindelwald. Just saying that title makes me... (laughs) Makes me go like cross eyed, <laughs> like my brain starts to shut down because it sounds like nonsense, right? Like who is Grindelwald? Who are these Fantastic Beasts? It says it's a sequel to the the last movie, uh, which is Fantastic Beasts: Where to Find Them. This is the tenth movie in the Wizarding World created by J.K. Rowling. These movies, as we all know, they're money trains, right? I mean, they just they rake it in. They sell a lot of copies and they sell a lot of movie tickets to me and me as well. <laughs> We've, we've given our money. Uh, so this particular movie, uh, it has a, a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't great. That's so wrong. That's I think that's the worst reviewed of all of them. <laughs> Are you okay?
1: I'm okay. Okay. We have a lot to talk about. It
0: also has the lowest opening of the series. It opened around uh, like 60 million here in the US. But overseas, these movies still rake it in. They still pull in big crowds. So I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. J.K. Rowling has threatened, promised more of these movies, so we can expect some more. Uh, I think that's safe to say. So before we talk about this particular movie, The Crimes of Grindelwald, why don't we talk about the series in general, starting with Harry Potter, and just in kind of going up to where we currently are now, how do we feel about Harry Potter as a series?
1: I love jumping into her world.
0: She creates a pretty, I guess, vividly detailed and imaginative world.
1: I love it. I just love, I mean, I guess I I put it in the same boat as Lord of the Rings. Sure. As like Avatar. These screenplays and these these series are able to just like transport you into another world, another dimension, you know, it's just completely different from reality. For me, it's definitely a form of a getaway, an escape, an escape. Yeah,
0: transporting—that's their function. They transport you to another world.
1: I mean, honestly, the the series is so imaginative. I remember going to see the first one in theaters,
0: and so the first movie, just right off the bat, like you walked out of the theater and you're like, "Damn, that was something."
1: It was amazing.
0: And then did you get into the books after that, or did you just stick with the movies?
1: Full disclosure, I stuck with the movies until Deathly Hallows, and then I read the book so I can know what happens in the last movie, because I couldn't wait.
0: So you read the last book? I did. The Deathly Hallows.
1: You gave it to me. That's yeah, probably that was the, true. That was I
0: think you the read the only... book before that, The Half-Blood Prince.
1: You didn't no, read that one? Oh, that's, no. That's... You gave me. You had the books, but sure. I think you only had the last one left. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm bringing it out.
0: Yeah. I guess I'm surprised even, you know, walking out of the first movie, you weren't compelled to, like, read ahead. Because I think, like, the first four books I didn't
1: know. I mean, I'm an avid reader. If I right. knew, if...
0: You didn't know these are based on a series of books? I didn't. Interesting. It just looked good to you, and you wanted to see it. Yeah. So you. So you're... this
1: movie was amazing, in well, my point well, of view. Well, before
0: know. we get to this movie, okay. what about what about Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which came out two years ago?
1: That's probably <clears throat> the least of my favorites. You bet. Newt Scamander. Yeah. I thought. I mean, it Eddie Redmayne. I thought was very weird. <laughs> and and as that role, I don't think he settled <clears throat> in.
0: There are theories that he's on the spectrum of Aspergers. And that's, I'm not making that up. Like that. In real
1: life, or no, the, this, the
0: character, this character, the character that J.K. Rowling wrote him as, kind of on the spectrum. That, that's a theory. That's not articulated it in the actual text of the movie.
1: <laughs> He's just awkward in the first one. I mean,
0: it's his story. It tells the story of Newt's commander and the magical creatures. Yeah, that, he, that he
1: loves his creatures. I think what turned me off were two things. Yeah. Was that little mating ritual dance that he did?
0: It's a rough scene.
1: Oh god, that was fr- awful. It's a rough scene. I I, I mean, <laughs> they they could have cut that out and it would have been okay. The second was the non chemistry between Newt Scamander and and what's the-
0: Kath, Catherine Waterston?
1: Yeah, right.
0: Like, I forget her character's name.
1: I think she should have been recast. I mean, I still think that. Okay. I think that maybe her sister and her could have flipped roles.
0: Too bad they couldn't get like Emily Blunt to play Catherine Watterson's role. Well,
1: Emily Blunt is uh, Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins. She wasn't so. two
0: years ago. It was possible.
1: Yeah, but they.
0: <clears throat> I feel like that's who you want. You they, want you want an Emily but they Blunt. They
1: wanted somebody that was relatively unknown to probably keep the budget. Someone a cheap.
0: Bit. What I else really did you like? I really don't
1: <clears throat> think that those two <clears throat> had chemistry. I don't like Catherine. Catherine um, Waterston. I don't think she's very good. Sure. <laughs> in these movies.
0: What about in general? She was also in Alien Covenant.
1: Yeah, I don't.
0: I'm not a fan.
1: I saw that. She's just unremarkable. She's a
0: little serious.
1: I mean, maybe she's got another movie out there that she. She was
0: also you know, in inherent, inherent Vice. I think that was kind of her breakthrough. What was, was
1: Inherent a, Vice? That was
0: a, <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson movie. That's probably his worst movie. That was that was her breakthrough performance in Inherent Vice.
1: But, I, I mean, I just... I really... That was the first one. I didn't really think... I mean, even the second one, I don't think she's that great in this. I don't understand how she got that role. But otherwise, I mean... Did you like
0: the story of Fantastic Beasts?
1: Well, it was different. I mean, I, I didn't like... <laughs> and
0: that it barely had a story?
1: Well, yeah, I... So, what's what's the lead actor's name in that? Plays,
0: Eddie Redmayne?
1: No, who plays the...
0: What, uh, Ezra Miller.
1: I thought his performance was a little weird in the first one.
0: Mm-hmm. And just like, maybe that whole character is a just... A little
1: meek, a little...
0: Right. I'm sure that's intentional.
1: It is intentional, but I don't think he... He played it a little too obvious. Right. If that makes sense.
0: Well, that's kind of Newt's Commander also to a degree. Yeah, but
1: Newt's commander is quirky. He like he <laughs> he kind of has
0: magical creatures.
1: Well but he also makes connections to people.
0: Right. No get yeah, credence not is
1: not like
0: he's an abused boy, basically. Abused boy. So that's why he's so withdrawn. Yeah, I think his whole subplot is. I
1: a think dead he, end. I think his it's story nowhere. in this next one. Makes more and brings the first one together, okay, and why he is the way that he is.
0: So that, yeah, that'll bring us, I guess, to Crimes of Grindelwald, the movie that's that just came out. How did you feel overall about that movie?
1: I loved it. Um, I really felt like there was it brought us back to Hogwarts. I mean, briefly, briefly, but it did, it brought us back to young Dumbledore. I mean, it brought us back to played
0: by Jude Law. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, some of the old characters came back. McGonagall is in it. Nicholas Nicholas Flamel.
0: Flamel, yeah, that's
1: played a played a role in this.
0: Plays an important role.
1: It Plays an important role in this, yeah. And then we learn more about Dumbledore's history and you know his his backstory a little bit. What do we what do we learn about Dumbledore? Well, that he's gay. Just why Dumbledore can't go after him and which is why Grindelwald was finding somebody else to go after Dumbledore. Smart. So that's why Credence was involved, that's why Newt is involved.
0: So Grindelwald wants Credence to go after Dumbledore. Yes. Okay, but there's a twist. There is a twist involving Credence, which I don't even I don't even know if we can spoil it cuz I don't even know if I understand it.
1: I understand it. I can spoil it.
0: But this will be, we'll say up front, this will be spoilers uh, in this review, probably all throughout from here on. (laughs) So you felt like it was an improvement over the, the last one? Oh, big time. Okay.
1: Big time. That's good. It really didn't focus on, you know, the creatures this time. I mean, there was a couple of creatures, but it focused more on the characters. Right. And more on, you know, the whole basis is Credence is trying to find out who he is. And we all know that he is an orphan. And, you know, surprise, surprise, he does survive on the second
0: one. <laughs> right. He's presumed dead after the first one. He
1: is presumed dead after the first one, but he survived. And he's looking for his family, and he joins the circus. <laughs> the whole
0: movie, I guess, is him searching for his roots, his identity, because yeah. he doesn't know who he, He's like Jason Bourne.
1: Yeah. And Nagini...
0: Right. What is she doing in this movie?
1: She is Credence's friend, his his buddy.
0: Working in the circus.
1: Working in the circus. Okay. And come to find out she's got some kind of curse that she can only change into a snake for so many times. And then as soon as, I think she's only got a couple more times left, and she stays in the snake skin.
0: And we know Nagini and the Potter books as, I guess, Voldemort's... Pet snake. pet snake. Yes. Okay. And she... So she eventually ends up permanently as a snake. Yes. Okay. But this is who she was before.
1: But my question is, how did Voldemort <laughs> make her a horcrux?
0: She, was she a horcrux? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we're going to have to watch, you know, one of the next three Fantastic Beasts to see how that happens. Which actually brings me to a good question. Why aren't these movies about tom riddle aka because voldemort
1: tom, tom riddle and voldemort was was done by this time or no no it hadn't happened. no it was before. this is pre yeah this is pre sorry why
0: aren't these prequels about the rise of voldemort
1: this was pre right this
0: was when voldemort it's...
1: was a little tiny baby but i guess what
0: I, yeah what i'm saying is like who cares why don't why aren't these prequels starting with voldemort
1: what, tom riddle
0: tom riddle yeah the rise of like isn't yeah. that isn't that what we want to see I like think, the events leading up to? I,
1: I think Grindelwald is going to have some kind of big impactment on Voldemort when he's older.
0: Well, let's... okay.
1: And I and I think that's going to be a big thing in the next, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> two movies.
0: And so let's talk about Grindelwald. He's played by Johnny Depp. Yeah. An actor who brings his own baggage, I guess. To whatever role he's playing nowadays, he's got a lot of, I guess, off-screen baggage.
1: He's got a lot of baggage. I mean, listen, like Johnny Depp is—he—he's not an actor for the serious serious movies anymore. Okay. He's more of the character actors now. Right. That those are the scripts that he goes for.
0: Put on a wig, a funny. Put hat. on a
1: wig. I mean, he has a funny accent. Not serious. Not like right having to do method acting getting into the character he doesn't really need to do that or doesn't want to do that i don't think he's physically capable of doing that anymore but overall he knows what he's good at right now yeah and i think this role was good for him it got him out of the pirates of the caribbean
0: well he's playing a villain which he doesn't always do he's usually the quirky hero and this time he's more of a like a twisted wizard hitler
1: yeah, he's that's, just, who, he, that's he, who he's playing. He believes in the pure wizard race.
0: He has a speech later, late in the film, where he kind of spells out his ideology, and then it, it, for me, that really crystallized what he's all about, what his agenda is, and he's basically just wizard Hitler.
1: But I think Voldemort gets a lot of his ideologies from, from Grindelwald. Grindelwald.
0: I, I want to see the dark
1: th- wizards that maybe followed Grindelwald. I want to see that
0: story. I want to see Voldemort,
1: but maybe that is is that what we're getting?
0: Is that what we're getting for? I hope so. So you agree? Like you, you'd want to see like the rise of Voldemort. I want
1: to see the rise of Voldemort. That's a more
0: compelling story.
1: How Dumbledore became the all-powerful wizard, and a big part of Dumbledore's story is that he defeated Grindelwald.
0: Spoiler for the book, but it's
1: not really a spoiler. I mean, that's just how. I mean, that's what his story was in Harry Potter, right? Uh, yeah, there's... He grew to be an amazing wizard and all of that because of his defeat over Grindelwald. So it's going to show that. Will it? It will.
0: It's taking its sweet time. These movies seem primarily fixated on Newt's commander, Credence. Uh, Credence, whose story we don't even know where it's going.
1: Spoiler alert, they think he's Dumbledore's lost long brother. I don't think that's true. I think Grindelwald Credence. is yeah I played think,
0: by Ezra Miller. Yeah,
1: I think I think Grindelwald is pulling one over on Credence. I think he's really a part of the Lestrange family. My personal opinion.
0: You think Credence is part of the Lestrange family? Oh
1: yeah, one hundred percent. You know when they when they went into the throwing the baby over or not the throwing the baby over, but one baby died and one baby didn't.
0: This movie has child murder in it.
1: It does full disclosure
0: but it's it's marketed to families but a child definitely does die early on i I believe right Mm -hmm. that happens early on yeah just child murdered that's to show i guess what a bad dude grindelwald is i mean he's hitler right he's hitler
1: it's just a couple so the first one where grindelwald takes over the prime minister's house and kills the, the the son right in the room, or he doesn't. He has one of his minions to do it. Right. And then the second one is on the ship when they go back into the LeStrange story. I think there also, was a there was a baby mix-up, and um,
0: Lita LeStrange Lita LeStrange yeah.
1: switches babies. But I think somehow, <laughs> it's Credence, so, it's so convoluted. I know. I think Greedance probably survived in the water.
0: Okay. See, the and, credence is related to Lita Lestrange.
1: Yeah, I think he's his brother. And Lita
0: Lestrange, is she related to Bella Lestrange?
1: See, my... I mean, Beatrix?
0: Is it Beatrix?
1: Beatrix was married into the family.
0: Beatrix Lestrange, played by Helena Bonham Carter. yeah.
1: She She was was married married into the family. Into
0: the Lestrange. Yeah. So
1: she's not a...
0: I'm going cross-eyed just trying to Full-blown
1: Lestrange.
0: Okay. So she married in, which happens later than the events here.
1: Yeah. What is the point...
0: I guess we basically just spell it out, but the point of Lita Lestrange in this movie, I guess, is to just tie her to... Connect her to one of the characters. Connect her to Credence? Connect her to Grindelwald?
1: No. No. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God! This you you missed everything. I didn't miss it.
0: It's just incomprehensible. So
1: Lita Lestrange was Newt commander's first love crush,
0: but she married his brother.
1: Yes, because Who does she that? was because Newt was strange and probably didn't pray <laughs> and didn't reflect his feelings.
0: His brother Theseus Commander, yes, played by Callum Turner, yes. Okay, he, that's another important character.
1: Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Redmayne is eight years older than his older brother in this movie. Okay. In real life.
0: Interesting. I guess Eddie Redmayne just has a young face.
1: Yeah. Cool. But so
0: what's the point of Theseus?
1: Her character, I mean, I think ties the brothers together and brings the brothers together. Okay. And then she made the ultimate sacrifice to help them get away at the end.
0: She dies in the end.
1: Yes. She sacrifices herself... To save the brothers. Okay. So that was her role. I will tell you, I absolutely love Queenie's character.
0: Queenie, played by Allison Sudol. She's she's paired up with Dan Fogler. Yes. In this movie. Dan Fogler. Very odd. Dan Fogler is maybe the best. He's one of the best things about these movies.
1: He is. I love his character.
0: Well, he brings actual comic relief and without him these movies would be totally humorless there wouldn't be any levity whatsoever yeah so when he shows up i think our crowd was like started to clap Yeah. when does that happen with dan fogler (laughs) that's never happened with dan fogler but he is he is kind of a bright spot in these movies
1: i think he's really good i think you know in this in this movie their characters are wanting to get married but are unable to because the wizarding world looks down and and actually i think people like
0: grindelwald Look down on that.
1: Well, no, just, and the she wizard s- and the wizarding world. I mean, I think it's illegal for them to get married. She can't marry a muggle,
0: right? She, she's a pure blood, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, but doesn't she side with Grindelwald at the end?
1: Because she believes that Grindelwald will allow her to love who she wants to love.
0: But she just heard a speech where he basically said, "We're different. M- Muggles are different. Yeah. They're basically inferior." So why would she side with him? That seems out of know. out of character, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. And now she's on Grindelwald's team, so they makes be, no sense. They're going to be fighting against her.
0: It makes no sense.
1: And she's a mind reader. That's going to come in handy.
0: <laughs> it always does. I know when you can read minds. But she, I agree. She and Dan Fogler, they they bring an element that's lacking yeah. elsewhere. Just some some humor, some romance. Dan Fogler, he's, I guess, the only, like, muggle in this series. So you're kind of, you're experiencing a lot of this world through his eyes. Yep. He's kind of an audience surrogate. So he's, he's a fun character. But the movie's not really about him. This movie is about, I don't even know what its focus is. I mean, there's a whole bunch of Grindelwald. There's a a little bit of Dumbledore. There's some Newt Scamander. What is this movie about?
1: I think it's obviously, it's twofold. It's about Grindelwald and Dumbledore trying to figure out how they're going to go against each other.
0: That's the most compelling thread, but there's so much. And then there's
1: Credence figuring out who he is. And they both, those different storylines come together at the end. Because Grindelwald is Two and and a half hours later. He's trying to recruit Credence, and he's always been trying to recruit Credence, even in the first one.
0: The first movie when he was in disguise as Colin Farrell. Yes. he's He's been trying to recruit this kid for two movies straight now.
1: Yes. and, and taking a
0: long time.
1: And he finally is able to do that at the end of this movie.
0: By convincing him that he's Jude Law's brother.
1: Albus Dumbledore's long lost brother, what's his name? Uh, uh, Who
0: looks like his son so like what is going on here i was i was frequently baffled and so what is nicholas flamel doing in this movie how does he function to this story i, I know he shows up he, he well
1: obviously he's the sorcerer's stone he's, creator he's the he's creator an
0: alchemist. he's an alchemist who created the sorcerer's stone
1: i think he was a part of dumbledore's underground and he was an experienced wizard helping out newt scamander and that was his house where he could go and then i think his story is probably going to be better told in maybe three or four
0: there's a whole lot of like waiting for better payoffs in this series would you say yeah okay
1: well that's why i love like harry potter deathly hallows too because it kind of like wraps up everything and no it's i a good watch one. it that's a good like one. every other week <laughs>
0: You, you enjoy these Harry Potter movies. <laughs> You've seen one through eight a number of times. You know them pretty well. I do. You like your fantasy worlds. I do. Your fantasy series.
1: I like getting out of my head.
0: Sure. If there's a dragon in it, that'll likely up the appeal for you, would you say? I Game... wouldn't say
1: a dragon. <laughs> I would say...
0: You like your Game of Thrones.
1: I love Game of Thrones, yeah. yes. Okay. The mystical element. It doesn't necessarily have to be dragons, it could be witches. W- witches. You dig witches, it can be elves.
0: So even though it, you would you kind of admit I mean, there, there's some issues I
1: play the game on my phone. <laughs> I mean, like, I am full-on obsessed into Harry Potter. I'm on Harry Potter World, Harry Potter Land, uh, Pottermore. <laughs>
0: we were driving in the car, and you said, I have to feed my Niffler.
1: I do, yes. <laughs> I think I might have to feed him now. But you, ad- even
0: though you admit this movie has some, like, narrative issues, it doesn't really give a whole lot of attention to... It's wide assortment of characters. That was kind of the point I was making by mentioning all these people. Because they're given a, a lot of importance, but not a lot of screen time. Yeah. Everyone's kind of competing for well, screen time. Well, I would time. have
1: loved to know a little bit more about Nagini.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I characters are just
0: thrown in and then really, thrown out.
1: I hope that in 3 and 4, yeah. they're going to go into more details about how Nagini got to become a Horcrux. And how she became a part of that because right now she's against Grindelwald, so it'll be an interesting dynamic and i'm looking forward to seeing it i think it's a great date night movie
0: you think the magic is still there i with this series
1: of course i definitely think the magic is still there
0: i'll say one one thing i I was
1: so excited when they brought me back to hogwarts i was just i was clapping in my seat
0: Again, if they focus on Tom Riddle and him transitioning into Voldemort, it would start back in Hogwarts. So you, it, it would be that magic again. He'd be t- uh, being taught under Dumbledore. It would be that magic again. But, it but just they kind a,
1: of went through that and
0: I agree. The they first, shouldn't, there
1: shouldn't be prequels in the know. first place.
0: When do prequels ever work creatively? Do you know any good prequels?
1: Well, especially since, you know, Snape is no longer alive. The first Dumbledore is no longer alive. Tom Riddle's character would be a lot older right now than he was because he was old enough, that where they would have to bring him back. And, he, I mean, you're talking about now w- during this yeah, time the characters wouldn't be
0: I'm saying who cares about Newt's commander? Uh, we could we could use some movies with Tom Riddle at the center of it if you're gonna go backwards.
1: No, I like Newt commander and Grendelwald. It's bringing in another set of't
0: did we just like characters. spend a couple minutes making fun of Newt's commander.
1: I like his creatures
0: I guess it would be too dark if it focused on Tom Yeah, it would basically be like the prequel trilogy it would be very dark it would be like the Star Wars prequels which focused on Anakin Skywalker who became Darth Vader yeah it would be the same storyline basically
1: I don't know it's just it's a
0: thought it's a thought. I'm not saying like it's necessary at but all. But who
1: knows that they won't do but it'll that? It'll be
0: more. It'll be more compelling than Fantastic Beasts. Who knows opinion.
1: they won't do that though in the next movies? I,
0: I think. I think she's committed to Newt and Kowalski and Queenie and you know Catherine Waterson's character, whoever that is. These characters we don't give a damn about. No,
1: Catherine Waters care I mean, she's now or. You know whatever, but what, what
0: is an armor that's a magical lawyer? No, magical, she
1: hunts magical bad judge, yeah. She, no, 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 she hunts bad wizards, bounty hunter, yeah. She's like a bounty hunter, she's like a police officer, detective, fun. She hunts the bad, bad people. I would recommend it.
0: I'll say, I'll say, I guess, a handful of good things. It, it is a big improvement over the last, yes. Fantastic beast, in my opinion, just about every way. It's interesting that that movie got positive reviews, and this movie did not. I think what it is is like... Just I think
1: people were disappointed in, in the first reviews, and they were like, oh, I'm not going to go and see this one. And I
0: think it was like a residual kind of disappointment, like, it, even though people were looking forward to it.
1: I don't know. A lot The of realization
0: people, that there's nowhere to go.
1: People were dressed up in our movie. I mean, well, Harry we're, we're Potter has like got screening. a fan following. I mean, I've got a bow truckle pen now, and I've got a uh, Niffler pen now that I put on my computer bag for work.
0: Yeah. So, okay, I guess a couple positives. I like the way the movie opened with Grindelwald uh, breaking out of the game. That car. was
1: a cool... Yeah, that was opening, a cool scene.
0: opening with a, a good set piece like that is a nice way to start. That, that's, that's how you do it on these big movies. And I did think Johnny Depp did a pretty solid job. He's pretty creepy in this role. I think him playing just... A nasty creep is going to be maybe a way he can get back into audiences' good graces. Because I don't think people want to see him as a quirky hero anymore. But as this creep, I buy it. Yeah. I buy him as a creep. As wizard Hitler. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he should play more bad guys because I thought he was pretty compelling as this wizard Hitler, Grindelwald.
1: But he's being smart. He's, he knows that Harry Potter and, you know, J.K. Rowling, I mean... I'm sure he has respect for J.K. Rowling. Yeah,
0: I'm sure he has respect for J.K. And
1: it's the same director, David Yates. I mean... Uh,
0: he's, been, he's made the last six of these Wizarding World movies. So he's... Whatever he's doing, clearly J.K. and the studio are loving it. I don't know if I'm loving it. Can you imagine a Harry Potter movie like directed by Guillermo del Toro?
1: That'd be so dark. Would it? Like yes. these like, these aren't dark
0: already? We just talked about a family getting murdered.
1: You're talking same person that we just talked about a
0: family getting murdered shape
1: of water great movie i know it's best, a good best picture it's a good movie but okay. like he's
0: a great filmmaker what are you
1: talking he's about? not the, the director that can direct harry potter he, he made pacific
0: go grim he made hellboy he can dial back you know the gothic intensity anyways there are other direct i mean we've seen six movies from david yates in this world hand it over to somebody else
1: you think you think giving it to another director? Yes. Besides We've had six Guillermo,
0: of these movies. Six of these movies from the same guy. Let's mix it up. Please. But besides
1: Guillermo del Toro, who else do you think would be good for this series?
0: I mean, you can... And name. who
1: else would want to sign on for an additional, like, you know, five more years of their life being sucked into Harry Potter?
0: I mean, David Yates is probably going to stay with it, I guess. And yeah, and they're not else? going to hire someone like Guillermo del Toro who makes movies on his own terms and usually... Would der- you
1: hire Ryan Johnson?
0: look in my in my opinion these movies can't get a whole lot worse so might as well hire ryan johnson and just Uh, carry it honestly like well
1: he knows how to kill a series so i mean if you want to end one
0: just hire ryan johnson yeah
1: (laughs) but ultimately i definitely would recommend this movie as a date night movie i mean i'm a fangirl so if you took me on a date to this movie i'd be all giddy about it
0: but would you recommend it for a date with someone who doesn't know the books or the no, world no
1: i wouldn't because uh, i
0: know the books in the movies and i was baffled i yeah. thought it was incomprehensible for no, most of its running time
1: i i definitely would recommend somebody who's done their homework who's done their homework on this who understands the characters who understands who dumbledore is who Grindelwald <laughs> is who news commander is i mean nicholas it is- flamel
0: Lita Lestrange yeah, you gotta I mean, know all your all your names
1: <laughs> I definitely if you want do that go homework see this movie and you don't have any <laughs> kind of background on Harry Potter, the Harry Potter world franchise, whatnot this movie is probably not for you.
0: I'll say this like you compare something like this to say, Avengers Infinity War.
1: Where where you can pick up. Like anybody who hasn't seen the the Avengers, the Guardians of the Galaxy, or you know, Black Panther or whatever.
0: You can watch it and get the gist.
1: And you can get the get get the gist of it. You can't do that with these movies.
0: Does that make them better or worse?
1: It may make them worse in the box office because a lot of people just want to go see the movie. Well, movies, just to go see the movie. You know? Ideally, like movies it's...
0: should work on their own. I guess they're not television.
1: A lot of people don't want to put in the extra work. You know, going to the movies is kind of like a. You know, some people are like a whim. Hey, let's go to let's go see the movie. Right. But um, something like you Avengers. need to put in the work.
0: Something like Avengers though balances for like this movie. it balances it for people who do have done the homework and it balances it for people who just go in cold. It's still pretty entertaining to both. That's a unique trick Yeah, that marble pulls off. Yeah, but this... This is not that.
1: This is not that. No. You really need to do yeah. your, your research.
0: And you feel like it pays off in satisfying ways? If you're all caught up?
1: I mean, it did for me. I mean, I'm like... You're a hardcore soon, fan. As soon you, you as you I left, I'm like researching, you know, Dumbledore. <laughs> like, I've never... I you had to know do a Google who this, search. Who this long lost brother was. Doesn't that like, mean... Like, WikiLeaks and like...
0: Doesn't that mean that it's incomprehensible and in that it leaves you like baffled if you have to go home and google what the ending meant isn't that bad storytelling
1: i think
0: shouldn't you know what you just saw do
1: you want to know <laughs> i think he's a part of the lestrange family i mean i think grendelwald tells him a fab a fib i mean i don't you think,
0: think... credence is part of the lestrange family okay yeah great He's a dark wizard. Well, here's here's a here's another question. Who cares? Why why do we take in three movies to get to this c- conclusion? If that's what it is, who cares? Does that okay? Oh, he's uh, related to Lestrange. Does that change everything? Does that change the game? No, it's just more knowledge. Okay, great.
1: But they're probably not going to reveal that. And I, I mean, right now the reveal is that he's a long lost Dumbledore.
0: I feel like whatever the reveal is for Credence, it's lost its value. I don't care.
1: Well, you're not a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. I, I want to go see this movie again.
0: I've Look, I've read all the books, okay? i really enjoyed the hell out of those first couple of books. I think they're really magical. <laughs> and they really do bring you into the world of Hogwarts and this, this wizarding universe really well. The first couple of books are really great, and they do pull you in. I feel like seven books, I mean, you could get rid of Chamber of Secrets you could get rid of Order of the Phoenix. Those two books don't need them. Bring it down to 5, condense all those events into 5 books. You got a stronger story. It gets a little you heavy. Get
1: stories when they're tight and stories when they just Doesn't everyone
0: like who who wants a who wants a story and... that just like rambles? <laughs> or just or has so much plot that you can't even like
1: I think it's so much plot that you can't even put your your mind around it. I think that's the problem with these stories.
0: Okay, these stories. I thought you were going to say the problem with me. No.
1: (laughs) by the seventh book, There's there's just so much you have to take in. Everything
0: has a history, a backstory. It's a little too much. In the beginning, those backstories help us get into the world. But when we're seven books in and we're still getting backstories, like, take it easy. Like, we're already invested. Just pay off these characters. So anyways, they all have kids at the end. We know they have kids. You know that they're going to have magical adventures to tell.
1: That is Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yeah, that's the, the book, that, that's the play that she wrote. It right. was telling the story of his kids. Was that good? It was good.
0: Better than Fantastic Beasts?
1: Um, it, it wasn't as complete.
0: But, uh, so in conclusion, you, you dug this one, you'd recommend it. Yep. I'm... You know, I would only recommend it if your date is hardcore into Harry Potter, can't live without seeing I it. Would,
1: I would go with what you've said.
0: Yeah. If your date can't live without seeing this movie, by all means, take them and they will likely enjoy it.
1: Yes. But do, if, they, but if, but if they're, they haven't seen the series, if they're not really...
0: Do you see, like, a hardcore Harry Potter fan seeing this and being pissed off? Like, what happened? No. No?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Because it didn't get a great... Like, cinema score rating. I got, like, I mean, a B plus, which indicates, like, people are, eh.
1: For me, I was good. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I was, I was at least happy it was better than the last one. Yep. So there you go. You can find more of our episodes on birdseyefilm.com. You can follow us on Twitter at dnmoviepodcast. You can email us at nightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, I'm Patrick.
1: And I'm Ashley.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.